Welcome to Fit Inspired Mama Podcast. I am your host, Nishma Karim. I started to podcast so I can allow myself to be me and to talk about life, love, expectations, and so much more. But now, I also allow women to express who they are, the challenges they have gone through, and what lessons we have learned in life. Women are fighters. We can fight our own freedom and decide what we want. No matter what we go through, we dust ourselves off, get back up, and fight even harder. This is my podcast. Come and listen in as we inspire you one episode at a time. Louise Ingrid Klimova is an intuitive coach, artist, and nature lover from the country of Estonia. She is here with me today to talk about her life before kids. She helps women step into their power, reconnect with every part of themselves that has been hidden away, and create their crazy big dreams. She's a certified awakeners coach. She's here to talk about how she had a hard time to get back to her workouts after having a baby. This topic is hard for many women to accept because the life we had before kids is different from the life we have now with our kids. Let's talk to Louise. All right, we have Louise here. I am so excited to have her today with my podcast because we are two beautiful mothers that talk about motivation, talking about what the effects are after having babies. And uh, we both used to be one of those kind of uh, those women that used to work out and enjoy life before kids. And so I've been wanting to talk to Louise about her motivation and just the things that she's been going through and a real talk about you know, being a mom. And this is why I have her here. Louise is one of my co-authors in the same book that we wrote on Motherhood Diaries. So thank you so much for being here, Louise. Hi, um, I'm very excited to be here. Absolutely honored to be here. Um, I'm um, a mom of one. I have an almost two-year-old uh, daughter. I live in the country of Estonia, which is probably quite far away from everyone. Um, and currently, I'm a stay-at-home mom and an intuitive coach. I am a stay-at-home mom, too. So that's the best part about our conversation today. <laughs> I have been wanting you to talk to me about your lifestyle, the things that you used to do when before you had your child, before you had everything. How was your workout? How was your eating habits? What you used to be doing? The things that you used to do and talk a little bit more about what we were talking about. Like, how do you feel now and what's going on with you? Well, uh, my lifestyle was indeed about me before having kids. It was, um, I did my own thing. I am someone who needs a lot of time to herself. I really enjoy just being alone or doing my stuff alone. And I think I used to work out uh, between eight to 10 hours every week. Um, and when I went to university, I was 20 years old and I got pulled into academic rowing, which I did for five years. 
And after that, I just, uh, I, I did everything else because then, then I was kind of free. I did all kinds of uh, endurance sports like uh, cycling and running and roller skating and, and all of those things. And, and yeah, that, that was my life. I, I participated in different kinds of events and worked out really hard. And in the end, I, I just did what I like to do. I learned to um, understand what my body wanted to do, what it liked to do. And that, that was one of the greatest lessons of all, all that time. Especially after you get married and now you have a child. How is it now? Are you still able to go back to the things that you like to do? Um, well, much less. I would say my life has been uh, quite chaotic since having a child. And I haven't really gotten back to uh, a routine. And I would say that's, I think, one of the most important things of getting back on track with being yourself is to have that time to yourself where you don't have to worry about your kids. And uh, that's something I don't really have a lot of right now, but it's, it's getting better. And uh, there are just a lot of, um, you know, things going on that have to be dealt with. And I just have to make do with what I have. So how do you feel? How do you, how did you start do you do you get motivated to get back to working out? Do you get motivated? Did you have the issue of getting motivated? Oh, well, I, I definitely have had an issue with it because, um, you know, when, when you become a mother, then it's not just the physical exhaustion. You know, of course, uh, our sleep patterns get disrupted and maybe our eating habits are not the same. And um just if, if you don't establish a routine, then it's very difficult to, to find that time for yourself. And um, I would say that sometimes our internal motivation just runs out, right? We're so exhausted and we're tired. And for me, one of the biggest things that got me tired was this emotional exhaustion that you have to you know, stand guard 24 seven if something happens or if something comes up. And, uh, and that, that really got me flat out. So um, I don't really do a lot now, but uh, I have found ways to motivate myself to do at least a little bit, take time for myself and ask for help. You know, what uh, intrigues me about this conversation is that when we never had kids, we only thought, thought about ourselves. And that's mm -hmm. the biggest thing about us, right? We had all this time to do the things that we wanted to do. We didn't have to worry about anyone that was close to us. We didn't have to worry about anyone else. It was just only about us. And then here we now have this beautiful being that we've given birth to. And the first thing that goes through our mom's mind is taking care of that little being, that little baby, that little, that little love that we have in our arms now, right? Feeding them two to three hours, uh, making sure that they're fed, that they're taken care of. And if they're crying, we're always with them. We're always ho holding them. We're always making sure they're okay. But we forget as mothers to take care of ourselves too. We forget to put that time in for ourselves. And it's hard for us in the beginning. I'm not going to say it's, it's easy. You can tell the same thing that after having kids, it was one of the hardest things for you to go back to being the person that you used to wish. And, and on top of that, I used to always say, I wish I had my life back. Have you ever said that to yourself? Uh, I don't think I have, but uh, <laughs> I have thought about it. 
it's yeah it's it's so easy to put yourself last and it, to, to think that you have to do everything you have to be the one who has to be there and and no one else can do it because that's what good mothers do right and that's totally not the case but I I would definitely say that I had uh, I have I still have problems asking for help and um, one way that I have found around that um, is to think of it this way that if you ask for help you're giving somebody else the opportunity to help you to do something good and, and feel good about it and to spend you know time with your kid which can also be awesome yeah we have our families and and yeah that's that's like one way you know because if you put yourself first then you have the energy to be an awesome parent when you run out of that then it's it, it's not going to feel great for yourself you're so right. Uh, when I had my first baby girl asking was what for help was the hardest thing that I had ever put myself through. And if I did ask for help for some odd reason, I felt bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like a good parent doesn't do this. I have to do it all myself, you know. <laughs> and yeah, know, I feel funny, bad. Funny how that works. Yeah, I felt bad that I was asking for help. I felt bad that this is my child, that I'm pawning my child on someone else. I'm yeah. bad that, you know, I'm the one that brought this child into the world. And why do I have to ask for someone else to take care of my child? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. And and then we we see all these images on social media of other moms and 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 that puts us into that position where we compare ourselves to something that is completely unrealistic because we only see the good bits right you, you I do the same thing but every time I'm on I'm on Instagram or on Facebook or anywhere that any media even a magazine you'll see this beautiful woman with her three kids three okay maybe four mm -hmm. and she'll have this most beautiful body the most beautiful look and that she's working out and she's having everything that we've all dreamt of yet we're wondering how she's able to do that and we can't yeah it's it's so it's so hard to see that and then you look you look at your messy house and uh, and <laughs> everything in it and your tired face and and you're like no way that's not happening <laughs> that's somebody else's life really is a very difficult position that we're in as a mother being that mom that sole mom of taking care of our kids taking care of the people that we love waking up in the morning taking them to school if that is the case uh, coming home making sure dinner is ready making sure that mm -hmm. they have lunch and breakfast and making sure they're wearing their clothes correctly right like little things like that and sometimes I feel even working moms go through the same thing, right? They have to make sure that all the little things are put together before they're able to go back and go to work and come home, making sure that things are ready. It's, uh, yes, it's yeah, it's like standing guard all the time for everything, not just your kid, but your household, yourself, uh, everything in your life. And that, that's going to be, that can be very exhausting. And I think it's, it's very important to, you know, give yourself time when you become a mother you don't have to look like this or that in you know four weeks after you give birth and, and you can give yourself all the time your body needs and your mind and your soul and everything and uh, you you have to find a way to make peace with that it's like rush it's like 
every mom out there, not every, I'm going to say about 90% of us, when we give birth to our babies and we're at home and we're trying to be that perfect mother for our girls or our little babies, um, we're trying to rush that moment to get back to who we were before. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very good to, to be, you know, to be able to enjoy the moment, whatever it is. And uh, because those moments, they go by so quickly and all those months and years and you'll not even notice. I feel like sometimes I could have a third child and I would do better. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I only have one and I already feel that she's a handful and (laughs) I'm not sure. Yeah. But children are very different too, and uh, and also our families, our support systems. I oftentimes wonder now during this uh, whole COVID thing that uh, so many mothers have lost their support systems or or access to a lot of family members, and uh, it's it's probably quite a lot harder than it would be. Yeah, it would be. I think, especially for a lot of women, when I. I declined all the help that I would want to, or I wish I did get for my firstborn. I realized I lost a lot of my self time. I lost a lot of time for who I was to become the person I was. I think it was a lot of depression and postpartum depression. And sometimes that mothers that are going through it sometimes don't understand what's really happening to them. It's, it's a very difficult emotion that we all go through. And I think we all of us have it at some point in our life is just how we handle it is the biggest huge difference compared to a lot of other moms. So that is one thing that I feel like when we talk about, you know, having that baby and having that motivation to get back to your workouts and eating right and doing the right thing for ourselves, it can take time. And I think that's where we need to give ourselves grace is to relax, take a deep breath, enjoy each moment and let it come to you at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. Just being at peace with um, with the waiting, because sometimes you have to do some other things before that. You have to, if you have, I have, I've had, uh, dealt with depression, and you have to deal with that first. And you, you, you can find other ways in which you can get back to yourself and you know return to yourself. And uh, you know sometimes those workouts can wait, uh, wait for you. Uh, until the time is right and that's okay too because you don't have to you're not racing against a clock what motivates you Lise? what motivates you to start getting back to your routine or to start eating correctly what do you do to uh, that motivates you well I'm someone who simply immensely enjoys working out and I love to work out in fresh air I just I just love this physical hard work and how it makes me feel afterwards. So I'm just, I'm craving it and I love it. And um, just the feeling good. And sometimes I I used to think about this, uh, you know, we often talk about inner motivation and finding your inner strength and, and all that. And that's all great and you should do it. But sometimes when it's run out empty completely and there's nothing left, then it's totally okay to use some sort of external motivation. You know, maybe you will come up with a prize for yourself if, if that's your thing. And for myself, I discovered that um, when I thought about it, I thought about my time, uh, my five years in rowing 
And I thought about all the time and effort and hard work that my coaches put into me to teach me, you know, things that will help me to live a better life for, for the rest of my life, you know, how to be healthy and, and what to do. And I thought if I were to meet one of them tomorrow um, and we would chat about what our life looks like, then I don't want to be the person who says that, oh, I'm not really doing anything or I'm not even trying because that's when people give you the gift of their time and patience, then that's one of the biggest gifts they can give you. And I don't want to be the person who throws that away. So that's, that's one of the things that motivates me. That is amazing. That is so beautiful. Luis, you said you were a coach. Yes, I do like to call myself that now. <laughs> Explain, what do you do? Uh, I'm someone who wants to help women you know, return to themselves, to everything they are, everything they were born and everything they, they have somehow hidden away or discarded or, or put into the drawer for some time and to help them just to, to get back that uh, feeling, feeling powerful and beautiful and like they can do anything. That is beautiful. I love it. I love how we're very similar in that situation when we're, we're helping other women get to a place where we hope that they can grow into something yes. even better than they were before or to get back to something that they were dreaming of becoming or doing. So I love that. I love that about I love that about us and that we're in this together. It's so beautiful. Give me some tips, things that you feel like little tips that you can think of that can get women to start getting motivated again to um, work out. Things that they can do at home, even just by like working out or, you know, getting that, getting back into eating, eating right or healthy eating. Well, I would say that, um, you know, we talked about asking for help and how hard that can be. And, and sometimes, you know, when you ask for help or you ask for someone to watch your kids, then, you know, it doesn't have to be three hours. It can be 30 minutes and you can do something in that 30 minutes and it doesn't have to be, you know, overwhelming and huge. And it can be just little bits here and there and you can do a whole lot with those and it's better than not doing anything. I like that. So that's one thing. So what I got out of there is like making small goals for yes. yours, like small goals, attempting small goals. I also think writing a journal would be a really good way of starting to get a little bit motivated. Yeah, absolutely. This uh, inner work is it's, it's everything, you know, you have to start with yourself and you have to start where you're at and it's totally okay, regardless of where you're at. It's so true. I, I also feel like as if, you know, to get mothers motivated or to, you know, not just moms, but anyone that has, well, I think women, especially, but mothers, especially because we have that our kids that are there that we have to take care of no matter what we have to do. But there's one thing I do that really does help me is starting your morning before your kids. I don't know if you've ever tried that. I have not succeeded in that. I honestly, I've wanted to do it, but I have this, I have this co-sleeping little girl and it's so difficult to do it. So I, I have to find a hack to, to, to finally do it. 
it depends on your age of the kids too as well of course we need to look that into consideration um again it depends on your lifestyle it depends on who you are i do love to sleep i can sleep until 9 10 and i don't have to wake up like this is i'm telling you this is who i am but i realize with kids uh, mine are four and seven so it's just easier for me to wake up a bit earlier uh start my workout uh, a bit earlier and then by the time i'm you know taking a shower and ready i've done I'm done for that day, for that moment. And so then I'm with my kids. I'm able to get them dressed and get ready and head to school. And then by the time I come back, it's not about working out. It's about doing my work. Just an idea. Yeah, yeah. this is, it's just one of the ways how to set yourself up for success. Just like you, if you wanted to go for a workout, you'll, you'll put your you know clothes together and your bag is ready. And, and that will help you a lot because that you know eliminates some of the chaos that your life is going to be anyway. Right. That's the other idea is having your bags ready or having your equipment ready and your area that you're going to work out just before you go to sleep. So when you wake up, you know it's ready. You just have to put it on and and start your day. Like yeah, that's, yeah. That's another way of doing it. I think that's really awesome. So I was thinking, okay, so that's one way. About how about eating healthier. How can we make that more motivated for our for our mothers? Because keep in mind, we have to make dinner, lunch. We're the ones that usually have to provide that for our family too. That's uh, been a tough one for me. I admit that I haven't been very good at that. But uh, I would say, you know, preparing or thinking ahead, at least uh, doing some planning. And, and uh, I think what our family does a lot is just, just to make more food in the same, you know, cooking and just uh, use it, freeze it, or, or just have, have some healthy things on hand, have some healthy snacks on hand. And uh, yeah, and you know, when you're tired, just, just order in, that's okay too. You don't have to do it all yourself. It's called balance. Balance. <laughs> yes, not every day are you able to do or be perfect you can go ahead and order that food. It's okay. It's okay to have ice cream once in a while. It's okay to have, you know, that day that you don't want to um, eat anything healthy and you want chips. It's okay to have that. So that's what I tell a lot of my clients too, as well, that when you start eating healthy, I recommend doing scheduling your your food so that when you schedule in what you're going to eat, then, you know, you have an idea today. I don't feel like cooking. That's okay. Today, I don't feel like having this for dinner. I'm going to have ice cream for dinner. That's okay, but you got to learn how to eat. And I think that's the biggest thing in, in what I teach as well. But I think right now when I'm talking about tips and tricks, I think the scheduling part is huge. When you write down what you're going to make for a whole week, then this way you can have your dinner and uh, preps done. You can have your grocery shopping one week done and then voila. Each day you have, you know what you're going to do. Yeah. And it takes away the stress of planning as, oh, what am I going to do today? And we don't have this and we don't have that. And okay, we'll just, you know, do something, the same thing that we always do. And right. yeah, it's, it's worth putting into a little time to plan and your family can help with that. You don't have to do it all yourself. So, and you can get the kids involved if they're, you know, the right age. Right. Exactly. How old is your child? Oh, she's, uh, she's going to be two in slightly under a month. Oh my God. Oh, I cannot wait. They're so cute. 
even at two years old, I would say like you can get them to do something fun. Like let's just say making pizza, you can get them to put the sauce on the pizza, uh, on the pizza dough, right? Or putting the toppings on the on the pizza and just get them to get involved somehow just to make that dinner more special. Something fun like that, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I see my daughter, she's, she's craving to do things that she can do, you know, like actual real things, not just playing. And she wants to, you know, feel good about that. So you have to find those opportunities. I love it. My kids love to do the dishes. So I'm like, <laughs> Enjoy. I just only issue with dishes is I'm scared about the knives and the big plates. So I try to get those ones done. And then I'm like, okay, these are all yours. Come and get them done. Enjoy. That's awesome. <laughs> but thank you. I think as moms and as women, we all need to get motivated somehow to get back into that healthy lifestyle and to get back into that healthy eating too, as well. It's a very important way of self-care, I believe, because that is one thing that's going to help you for your heart. It's going to help you for your body. It's going to help you with your mind, your mental, your spiritual, and your, and your, um, your emotional state of life. So it's, I feel like it's, it's a really important thing to do. We forget that that is important and that is important for how we feel inside internally too. So if we can ever help with any kind of anything that we can help you with, we're here. Louise, if somebody wanted to get more information about you, about your coaching or anything like that, how can they get a hold of you? Well, um, my website is up and running and also on Instagram. Um, I believe I am on Shimmering Soul Coaching. And yeah, that's that's the way. And I just like to say that um, what, what you just said, about taking care of yourself that you can worship yourself before you whip yourself with those workouts that you don't have to you know torture yourself and you don't have to earn that right to take care of yourself you already have it that's amazing right look at yourself in the mirror every day and just say i am i love myself and I'm excited to make this journey even more amazing. Yeah, yeah, this is totally <laughs> the way to do it. Okay, I gotta be honest with you. I have this pouch underneath my, my tummy because of my two kids and it just doesn't go away. <laughs> so when I look at myself in the mirror before I work out and I look at it and I'll talk to it and I'll say, it's your time to go, but I do love you, but it's your time to go, okay? <laughs> Yeah, this is actually, it's summer over here now. And this is, I think this is the first summer where I genuinely don't care what I look like when I go to the beach. Yes. And uh, I just feel great. And I don't think about it. And it's, it's amazing. I feel great in my body and how I look. And those little things like here and there, they don't bother me. And that's, that's so liberating. I love it. Louise, can you tell, tell me where you're from again? I'm from Estonia, which is a small country in Northeast Europe it's by the sea. And uh, yeah, it's really tiny, but we have a lot of beautiful nature. Not a whole lot of people live here. So, so it's, it's great. It's amazing how I was able to catch you at 1030 my time. So 830 your time. So at this point right now, you're looking at almost 9 p.m. In, in your area. Yes, yes. It's, uh, it's still, there's still sunlight because it's the lightest time of the year the summer solstice we have these white nights it's they're really really beautiful so what time does the sun go down there 
I don't really know, but uh, during summer solstice, I think the sun is down for three hours before it comes up again. Oh my God, that's one place I want to go to. Well, that's another talk for sure. Yeah. But I love the fact that you were able to show up, that you were able to talk about you and you know what was going on with you before you had your baby. And this is a lot of moms that just need to hear it, that it's okay to feel the way that we feel. It's okay when you have that baby. It's okay to be strong and relaxed with that baby and taking that moment to just be yourself and allowing yourself to feel better before you go into your workouts. And when you do are able to go back into your workouts, here are some tips and tricks that you can do to get motivated again. So thank you for being here, Louise. Thank you so much for, for talking to me and allowing yourself to just be here and being honest, because as moms, it's very difficult to get to that state of honesty. Yes. Thank you so much for inviting me and allow me to share that part because I think people need to hear it and not just moms. Absolutely. You have a wonderful day and everyone else that is listening here. We hope that you did get some really fun tips and tricks on what you can do to get motivated with your kids and to take each moment as it comes and to relax. No anxiety needed at all. Enjoy each, each day that you have. And don't forget to subscribe, especially below and have a wonderful, wonderful day. See you next week.